G'day punters, welcome to Season 1, Episode 2, Loose Head and Feet. Andrew Tootstanoon, uh, the man behind the scenes making it all happen, and our, our social media expert. Rugby League, uh, part-time, full-time, first week, the unpublished episode was shithouse. I think he made a bit of momentum and it made a bit of ground last week. Andrew, the wassel, Wardrop. Boys, how are we, Toots? Super stuff. Uh, yeah, mate, good to be back another week. Ooh, um, you a little bit flat there, a little bit flat on Zilasi, hey? <laughs> Just a little slow out of the gates. Um, yeah, a couple yeah, of... I was JQ478 back from Melbourne town on uh, Sunday. Oh, a little, a little heavier, I heard. <laughs> Horrific. Um, Did you get the paper bag out of the seat in front of you? <laughs> not quite. The bloke's neck got a little rubbing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was... Um, yeah, big weekend down in Melbourne, uh, down your neck of the woods, Jack. Nice to have a few beers with you too, Saturday evening and early hours of Sunday morning. However, um, yeah, the flight home was tragic. Uh, gee whiz, call me a bedside table. Um, dusty. <laughs> a little bit like back in the day, you turn up on a Tuesday night, sit we're in the comfort of our own home with the beer. I've just knocked over a beautiful cookies and cream cone, and uh, we get to just dribble and yarn about how we how we backed up and what we got up to instead of we're freezing our little knackers off there, goalie. <laughs> I will tell you what, I know where I'd rather be. Uh... <laughs> goalie, what a, what a ground though, in good oh. too, just quietly. So, was your weekend before we dive into uh, what Toots got up to down here in uh, Melbourne Town? Mate, another another weekend of no golf, unfortunately. The weather gods have not been generous at all. So a um, bit of work Friday night, mate, uh, and it was good to get down to the Shark Tank and be be, uh, be down there for the first time in a couple of years. And, uh, yeah, while we couldn't get a beer or... Or any food, it was good to uh, it was good to to watch the boys get up in a in a nail biter. So uh, if you got on the uh, the two dollars head to head last week that we tipped you, good on you, well done. I was against you, put you two, and uh, full credit to you both for um for finding the sharks. It looked like a pretty poor game of football, to be honest, didn't it? Mistake riddled. Uh, it was um, yeah, it was pretty pretty mistake riddled. I think you know both teams had lapses in concentration and defence and in key areas and there was a bit of uh, to and froing from both teams. But, um, yeah, the mighty Finn saluted in the end and, and won it on the siren, which was, uh, yeah, I think a nice reward for for those that got down there. Uh, yeah, it was uh, – Including was Poopy Pants uh, ScoMo, our Prime Minister, who uh, <laughs> <laughs> found time to get there. <laughs> Didn't miss that. It wasn't was, a week late for that, were ScoMo? Yeah. God bothering, did he? Yeah, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a nice part oh. of the tongue there, Jack. Could have really yeah. gone down the rabbit hole. It yeah. was jam packed, it was jam packed down there, boys. Um, couldn't get a park, could not get a God. beer. He wanted to miss a good portion of the game. Um, so yeah, the boys were uh, lucky we got the win, otherwise, there would have been some scenes down at uh, Shark Park. I, I, I wandered into um. A very low-key establishment just after being at the, the pinnacle of horse racing and entertainment in Australia, Flemington. The VRC members, you know, suits, people everywhere looking their best, doing their best. Um, me, back in winners, making money. 
uh, usual sort of scene for a Saturday at the moment and wandered into watching that big 12 roll over and Nico Hines knock it over and I saw a couple of retrobates. One bloke in particular who I reckon was doing push-ups somewhere like out the back before oh. there, Andrew Tustanoon, the boys were up and about. <laughs> they were. We were. Um, it was, like we said, a pretty average game of footy. Um, and, yeah, a big... Uh, or an early start actually on Saturday to go at the uh, MCG two 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 ten game or whatever it was for the uh, the Bombers and Cats, which was another blowout. But was it wasn't it at the Cattery? Was it? No, nah, no, nah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't make the way. Didn't make our way an hour west. You know, that shit all. But um, good to see the was... Cats get up over the minus five and a half start. I think they needed it. <laughs> good pick as well there. Should say the size of Tootsie's arms. They're like. His biceps are the size yo, of my thighs. Yo, where's oh, that doesn't take much, though. That's not much of a compliment <laughs> to go. Jeez. <laughs> those, uh, those jeans you were, you were wearing on Saturday have a dead set sprayed on. <laughs> the, Tell you what, the, yeah, uh, yeah. the loose end feed whistle over and under 100 kgs. Uh, the current market for right now, if you're waiting, a dollar and two cents the over. Um, he, he looked dense to me. Um, he, he looked denser when I left him. <laughs> Can only imagine what he piled into himself to get over. I'm thinking maybe a Krispy Kreme, but certainly a bit of Mackie D's just as he boarded that long, painful walk all the way down to the Death Star Terminal when oh, you realise maybe it would have been worth just putting my hand in my pocket, paying the extra 35 and getting the Virgin flight. <laughs> First thing I want to say is that walk down to the Death Star Terminals, for those that have been to Melbourne and come you back, you might as well be departing Frost. from Avalon. Oh, <laughs> Frost, what a, what a dead, dead set J up that is. He, dead yeah, set, he, thought his flight, he thought his flight was about 1 a.m. Sunday morning, too, Russell. He was really as clear for takeoff. <laughs> morning pass, strap yourself in, buckle up. <laughs> oh, shit. But, um, um I saw yeah. the, the big fella had the the rig out at training last night. I think he, I think he, I think he might be slightly unders. I thought, you know, no eating Saturday, majority of Sunday, had done him the world of good because um, he was looking quite uh, quite lean out on the uh, paddock. What about the uh, what about our man the Adonis? He um. His first scene is rocking this flary party shirt, which, you know, it says, oh, big boy with my man bum, look at me. And then he thought, hang on, guys, everyone's sort of forgotten about me. I'll be back. Ducked off. Came back. Brisbane Lions jersey. Pipes out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> me, me, me. Yeah, big boy shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's a real bit of an aggressive guy too, like since I've left. He's, he's a lot more sort of in him than I remember. But uh, I, I really love to see it. Well, to go back to your over-under markets, Jack, Wardy, you're paying on, mate. Uh, big detox on Sunday and Monday. <laughs> no smoke, uh, coffee to go from the drive-thru. And um, 99 flat, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So get around me. <laughs> when, 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 was this, when was this? Like what stage of the day? This was this morning. Yeah, I reckon if you got on now, you'd tickle over. Well, you got the trousers handy. On. Yeah, big smoke. I've made up for it. Are the, to- are the, are the, are the uh, scales handy? They can be. <laughs> Stand by. <laughs> I'll cut that there and I'll run up and I'll go get them. Yeah, go get them. Go get them. Go get the scales. Oh, give me a sec. 
Here we go, punters. It's uh, weigh-in time for our, our captain, Andrew Denoon. Get on the scales, big boy. Show us what you got. Oh, 99, I said. Keep going, son. <laughs> 97 and a half. 97 and a half. No shit. <laughs> oh, he's either been for a big run or a big... Oh, taking a leap out of Wardy's book. <laughs> <laughs> He's pulled himself apart like a cook chook before the show. I walk around Melbourne with a pair of plums for three days. I'm a human. Oh, oh yeah. Righto. Well, I've done my money again. Uh, well done. Full credit to you. 97.5 kgs. Play on. Boys, uh, I thought I thought I might. And cheers again. God bless you. Mountain goat. Nectar of the gods. Thought I might see Toots operating at least somewhat. I thought Cookie might be operating in what now is going to be up to. They're not just speed dealers. Mason Cox, what an what an operator. The you think you're walking around Melbourne with a big set of cahoons for three days? <laughs> what does that bloke operate with to 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 run on to a football field in this day and age in those big black sunnies? And it was a night game. Thoughts? Uh, he must have some serious head noise going through his head. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah. Lack of. <laughs> Lack of head noise. Uh, typical American. Just I like sweat. how he doubled it up with the uh, the double sweatbands on the forearms. Um, I didn't actually watch much of it. Did he get a kick? Oh, he got a couple. Took a good grab. Um, but other than that, geez. Yeah, it was a little bit... Um, a little bit show pony for me. Um, Back in the day, he would have copped a lot more grief than he probably did on whenever. He oh yeah. Full, yeah. full credit to Mason changing the game. I think more of it. You know, it's content. It's interesting. Um, I couldn't do it. I, I'm worried about the lenses. Like I don't know about you, Wastel, but when I'm when I'm up my head over the pill, did today thirty three table for points. Thank you very much. Birdie a big par five. Missed eagle putt. Um, looking at the pill through the goggles can sort of do my melanin a little bit. You. Oh, wouldn't no, Jack. I don't, don't leave the half forward flank much these days. Uh, <laughs> I would, wouldn't know. Wouldn't these know days, I, sorry. What, <laughs> when when was his time where you did? Comes to training once. Yeah, here he is. <laughs> these days, oh, get around me. He was going to want him down the old seat for Tigers, and I start talking like I'm back too. <laughs> <laughs> nah, good full credit to him, but you know he's 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 trying to you know, get a tactical advantage somehow for himself. And, you know, I don't know if it's a safety issue, if he does get a bit rattled or, you know, there's a bit of a melee and he, and they start throwing and getting into him. I don't know how that will go down, but, you know, if he can get away with it and he has no issues from playing or it doesn't impact him, I don't see any reason as to why not change It might become a bit of a, uh, bit of a, like, sort of a, a theme. Might be before your time, but back in the day, some footballs, particularly like the biggest, slower operators, key forward types, loved having the one glove. The glove. The big yeah. one glover. The Travis I remember Clark. asking for a glove and saying, mate, mate, there's no fucking way you're wearing a glove. There's just no way. <laughs> you were playing uh, on the wing, weren't you? Up, up through, the, through the guts, but I was kicking four or five a game. So oh, check, turn it up. Turn it up. <laughs> turn it up. 
Um, it's kind of like it's kind of like playing in a long sleeve, you know, like oh, bit of me, me, me. Yeah, damned if you do, damned if you don't, you know. So, so one person on this panel that would never wear a long sleeve, just 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 the fear of hiding his one of his assets. The biggest worry be able to get me out down the sleeve. Get, oh, get it up. Get it up. Get it up. Um the Swans boys, they look pretty good. The game was there to be won. Um again, a little bit like the Sharks. And this was this was you can imagine that uh, where I'm at and People listen to this, there's probably about seven of you, and you all know us pretty well. <laughs> I've been let out of the house for about three to four months or out of the proper house for two years, say. Hadn't seen the boys for longer. Oh, I found I found a few lengths, <laughs> let me tell you. And uh, I don't really remember anything about the Swans game other than I was happy with how they went about it and maybe Heaney or Parker kicked a few good snags late. But I felt like we just dominated the little bits I watched. Well, Andy, I might need you to carry us here because I'm a little bit the same. Memory's a little hazy from Saturday afternoon as well. So the boys got up. I think we're, we're flying already with the Sharks and then the Swatties and then, then we'll go again. And the Lions. Yeah, to- and then we went again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it was 2 o'clock and I was an hour and 10 minutes back to sleep. Like, oh. oh, got that. So, Russ, how did you this You think it was play? hard backing up on the Jetstar plane? You think that was hard? Have a guess what time I got. I got to bed at 3.30. Have a guess what time I got out of bed. <laughs> Up at six. I got the tap on the shoulder about quarter to six. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're in. <laughs> it was like them. I had bags of cement on my eyelids just trying to like stay awake to watch them not hurt themselves and try, try, try and interact without getting them sort of inebriated just by my just general breath and odour. But... Um, <laughs> One of the yeah, hardest, but, hardest little as, sessions of my life. And I've only just know, come we, good. As you know, we uh, we love our research here, but um, I've actually got nothing from that game. I was at the Sharks game, so did not catch any of the Swans game. So, so well, was, we did, the point did, is, we're one from one. We're one from one. One and zero. Looking great. Anything else to add? Oh, oh we got the we got the minus two and a half covered easily. So oh, comfortably. Yeah, always was, in the bags. Money for jam. Um, Speaking of, the, the loose head and feed boys are one from one for the uh, loose head and feed all up multi. That's if we all align and we have a three-legger. Maybe it might be four-legger. We've got no rules here. We're mm-hmm. loose. So um, stay tuned at the end of the show. We'll give you the next one. Make it two from two. Boys, Sharkies, I don't really care. I can't believe they knocked off para. I find rugby league form tough, but um, I'm going to keep trying. I'm not going to give up. Whilst... You talked on it a little bit, so don't dribble and just, you know, pull chook about it. But what happened and, and how confident are you moving forward that there's something there to be positive about? Yeah, I think... Uh, the hope level's back to 10 out of 10, fair to say, from you two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never, no, never it less. It started like an eight and a half. It was down to a seven last week, back to a 10. Yeah, I think plenty of positive signs there. I think the return of Cameron McGuinness from, from injury probably got a lot more minutes than... Um, he was expected just with um, HIAs and, and a few few injuries, but um, I think he'll be better for the run. Um, he comes up against his former club this weekend in the uh, in the Dragons, so that should be an interesting local derby. Um, I think there were some really positive signs. I thought, obviously, Nico Hines clutched at the end, kicking that goal. 
Jeez, he um, made it after well, himself, didn't he? he? Missed every other one. And oh, slots at the end. He's, oh, he's got one from four. It is, Come on, yeah. Peter Pan, Count Dracula. <laughs> this is real shit. I think, yeah, it's some positive signs there. Moylan's playing. He's on eight hundred grand a year. He was about twenty meters out, about fifteen from the from the center. From the center, everyone wants to go down the bloke. Like seriously, I reckon there's a few. Well, I, look, I'm just going to go against them all, all year long because I can see you guys wobbling already. But um, <laughs> we're going to talk about the sharks shortly after we um, take a quick break. Before we do, is there anything else you want to cover off, guys? In the week that you just saw anything at all? Melbourne is great. Just big ups. What What is it about Melbourne that you enjoyed? Digger, I think the uh, pubs are far superior than they are up here in Sydney. Uh, tell you what, it's, it's a flat deck, Melbourne. Really good for those uh, bigger operators like myself, and I know a few of our listeners might agree with me. Um, MCG, Marvel, great place to watch footy. Everything's close and walking and... Um, Besides a little bit of chafe, yeah, he's not wearing skins as jeans like everywhere. <laughs> I'm gonna have to wear skins under the jeans. About to start, <laughs> bloody knee length. No, it's oh, uh, any, anything for the viewer at home if they're thinking and they should be thinking about coming down to Melbourne to enjoy a couple of um, AFL games, maybe get themselves to the races. If they're listening to the show and want to come race with me, maybe, but um. You know, certainly you can get to the races. You can do a lot of stuff. What's some of the key lessons you learnt from this weekend that you would do differently next time? Well, Digo, I really liked where we stayed. We're up in Fitzroy, um, pretty good area, in the same sort of mould of a new town, Camperdown, in a West Sydney sort of vibe, um, and a few of those top operators up there as well. But I think Flying Virgin back is paramount especially if you are going to be indulging over the weekend having a few beers um yeah that that walk up to the jq terminals is tough <coughs> yeah avoid am flights on the return leg um <clears throat> don't don't have a race on night one and um were you and youngie the only two blokes that didn't spew because I, I saw just every other bloke spew when i was there yeah I, it's unbelievable clean slate i was i was up in a bit um King of the world. That's because you you forge in the in the fires of Berry. Mm. Three nights on the PC and the Melbourne's not gonna break you. <laughs> Might hurt you, it's not gonna break you. <laughs> no um, who would no who would break boys. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> young man, Jay Clark. Oh, I was gonna say I thought, I thought you were talking about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely would. Clarky would have got down there Saturday afternoon. Missed the cats game. <laughs> Fresh as a daisy at the pub. He's coming for the shots. Nico, do you, want me, do you want me to pick you up from the races, mate? Just got the airport. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, Mr. Me, me, me. That's right. That's us. That's segment one. We're back after the break. And that, that's segment, segment two, as always. It's our over-unders. Who are we taking and why? And it's brought to you by LJ Hooker Padstow. LJ Hooker, you are the best.
Thank you very much to the good people, LJ Hooker. If they're not available, uh, I do recommend contacting Lucy Clark at Clark National Realty. But if you miss her and Cop James, just be patient and wait for LJ Hooker to get back to you. Uh, we're going to talk about round two in the AFL season. Uh, I felt like we saw round one pretty well, considering the lack of sort of form we had to go off, which, well, let's be honest, was. <laughs> Toots, form is is sort of like the history of performance from two like potential outcomes and a, and a reasoning to, to leaning one way or the other. So in round one, we didn't have a lot to, to go off other than history and, and vibe, whereas we looked around two now, Toots, my boy, and we've got a bit of you know tangible stuff we can grab and, and to justify our reasoning. So we're going to kick off, guys, with the dogs, Bevo, Still got the moustache, still got the uh, aggression. Doesn't have to do with Tom Morris this weekend, but um, <laughs> God help anyone else who leaks a little bit of team news this week. Bevo's up against not Vossi, who we gave a huge push to and we nailed the Blues game. We published that podcast too, which was a big result. Massive um, result. That are enormous. Vossi's had a big impact and he's, he's gone down with the bat, the bat flu. Uh, unfortunately, it's still three years later ruining people's lives. But... Um, Carlton look up and about. They, they, they were down, they were up, they were down, and then they rolled right over top of Richmond. Um, the line here, the doggies have to cover 13 and a half points, Toots. Yeah. 13 and a half points. Yeah. Copy. They are $1.48 favorites versus Carlton, $2.65. And the game is at what? Not the cattle. Not the cattle. Toots, my boy. Have you got a little leaning here on the Thursday night footy? Thursday night footy, yep. Carlton Dogs, um, good matchup too. I think um, you, you like know, it. I, I like it a lot. I think Carlton will be red hot. I think they'll take that momentum in from last week. Um, and the doggies, well, they got sort of like, the D's ran away against them towards the end there. But um, mate, I think I'm going to go with the D's. Could be just like the uh, like the best side in the comp, couldn't they? Yeah, well, you'd think that winning the comp last year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but I reckon I'm going to go with the Blues, um, and I just think their momentum from last week is just going to be rolling in, and I don't think they'll have. I'll be up with a lot of confidence. They'll be playing, yeah, really positive football. I thought, especially the way they finished against the Tigers last week, so. I'm all nice. aboard the uh, the Navy Blues, mate. With or Wassel, without Wassel, do we think the extra day for the doggies is an edge here after round one? You know, we saw, well, I think we saw lapses in like just exhaustion. You know, you can be as fit as you want, but there's like footy fit and it's a different thing. And yeah. we saw sides like sort of start and stop all weekend long. Um, you know, would have been some really sore boys particularly in the good games. You know, the dogs chased all night. The Carlton game was on all, all night. Does the extra day mean much here for the dogs? Well, I don't know if it does. You know, I think, you know, the dogs will be licking their wounds a bit. Um, you know, they obviously had a tough week um, media-wise. And, you know, the Blues are up and about. Their first round one win against Richmond since 2013. So I think they'll be full of confidence and, and nothing to lose here. Um, and I'm happy to I'm happy to stick with them with the with the start. I think they're a team full of youth and, and, and enthusiasm, and um, yeah, I can see them getting the job here. And salute for the uh, for the fellas. 
This game is at Marvel. It's on Thursday night. Um, I, I just, yeah, I just can't imagine the mind games that these guys cop. Like the way he spoke to that reporter, Tom Morris. Um, fuck! Imagine what he's doing to the boys in the sheds. Like, <laughs> like seriously, it's seriously. So I think that's going to create some head noirs and they're going to be slightly wobbly because there's leaks within the club. Often in that situation, my gut feel is they might win, but they're going to do it in a grinding fashion. So Mm. I'm with you guys. I'm happy to go with the momentum club, which is Carlton, and take the points. So we've got Carlton there at plus 13. So that's all the boys lining up there, which I don't know if it's good or bad, but that's what we're doing. The next game we're going to talk about, guys, is the Swans. Versus the Cats, Friday night footy, nighttime footy at the SCG. So oh. I expect you both going. TBC, yeah, we'll be there. Yeah. If, if any listeners have got any spare members passes, yeah. more than happy to. Yeah, if anyone has some box tickets, do sing <laughs> out to the show. <laughs> well, if any, if seven of you out there <laughs> could just uh, throw us a bone, <laughs> beautiful work. Um, Andrew dot Wardrop. Yeah, dot. Don't other. forget the dot. <laughs> Oh, all the spam accounts getting a workout. All the freebies. The what accounts? More than happy for them to slide into yeah, the story you're walking about. Slide into uh, the Daniel Mortimer's at AJ Wardrop on Instagram. Punters. Some exceptional content too there, um, boys, <laughs> girls as well. Um, it's, it's all about the wass on the Insta. As it Big, should be. Yeah, as it as should be. It should be. Uh, he's a young, thick boy out there trying to get it done. And uh, I'm, I'm right next to you, brother. I can't help. I, all I can do is help you. Uh, the Swans here, lads, they've got to cover four and a half points. They are $1.74 favourites versus the Cats, $2.10. Wassel, take it away. Oh, well, I have the Swans here, boys, with the uh, cover to start. Um, I think they'll be, they'll be prime and proper on their home deck. Um, I think the Cats were quite impressive last week, even though they did... Um, Demolish a fairly weak um, and disappointing Essendon team. Um, I think getting the getting the Swans back on a smaller ground at the SCG, um, I think will be their strength. They should get a decent crowd of 35,000 there, surely. Um, so the weather gods up here stay clear again this week. There is more forecast of rain somehow. I don't know how the big fella keeps on delivering up there, but um, yeah, I can't go past the Swansea, fellas. What's my boy? Yeah, well, <clears throat> I was um, Geelong, the Geelong Bombers game I did get to down in Melbourne. That was the Saturday Arvo game and I regretfully made a purchase of some Bombers merch and um, within about five, ten minutes I oh. <laughs> was, yeah, just to, you know, get on the bandwagon, get around. It's old turncoat tootsie. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> so what you wear? On Saturday you've worn a Bombers scarf, a Brisbane Lions jersey, an absolute action shirt. Outfit, the, uh, man, aren't you? How many changes did you have on Saturday? Managed to be under the seven kilo carry on too, just quietly. So, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what out of fear! Oh. let's all just say a little predator. Buddha, Jesus, <laughs> Harry Potter, Gary Ablett Senior, and Ben Cousins, the, the poor person that sit near you, next to you on the flight home there. Yeah, it was JR four four eight. Oh, he oh, he's, his guts are already a bit wobbly too. His <laughs> <laughs> Saturday night was anything going Oh, off. were they? Anyway, Toots, my boy, right. back in on the Cats game here. Uh, yeah, the, the Cats game, um, they did look good. They were 
they geez, they got out of the blocks early last week. But um, I think Sydney on their home deck, the of course, I'm, I'm hoping Lance plays. Um, but I think the occasion around him and potentially getting his thousand goals, I think that's um, that's going to be something really driving the Swannies. And uh, especially in these early rounds, I think it's a lot of a lot of confidence and. It's yeah, two teams playing with confidence. I think this one he's grounded out a nice win last last week against the Giants, and then Geelong absolutely towed up the Bombers. So it's I mean, it's pretty it's pretty tight. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to bet this game. Um, you gonna are you gonna say it? I'm gonna shoulder arms. <laughs> he's gonna shoulder arms. Yeah. <laughs> he's shouldering right. arms. He's shouldering arms again. It's his favourite saying. <laughs> when we get some merch made, Tulsa shirt's gonna say shouldering arms. Uh, <laughs> Boys, I just think it's too I, close to call. So. Can I get a weather report, please, Andrew? Dinoon. Uh yeah. Stand by. Um, weather for the bit week. Of a, bit of a uh, Richie Benno sort of. Ah. Ah. Right. All right. Um, so, oh, stress. <laughs> it's going to piss down. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, Wednesday, oh. 60% chance. Thursday, oh my god, seventy. Friday, ninety. So it's it's going to be wet. It's going to be it's going to be really wet, right through Sydney. How many millimeters? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Turn it up. Um, Ten day forecast. <laughs> well, look, I can't tell you how many mils, but for the ten day forecast, every day's rain. So <laughs> pick a number. It's probably going to be it. That is the level of uh, thorough research that we do here at Loose Head and Feed. So, as always, uh, gamble responsibly, bet until it hurts, but take our decisions, our opinions with a grain of salt. Uh, I I am swans till I die. But Geelong are a very hard side for the swan beat at the SCG as a rule. They always play well against the swans, even regardless of the, the SP, the starting price toots. The market expectation. Ah, they always show up, the Cats, at, at the SCG. A night game slows the Swans down, limits Buddy's influence dramatically. SCG, it's cluggy, like pack, grindy footy. Um, I'm not going to bet against the Swans because I'm not a dog. Like, <laughs> I don't sell real estate in pads, though. But <laughs> I'm very, very concerned. I'll be anxious and I'll probably try to not watch this, which I won't have to. Except for the end, if we're winning, because I'll be at Mooney Valley watching Marabi win the uh, what's it called? What's not the Manicato? It's something else. But it's going to be winning the Group One on Friday night. Punters takes a sh- very short price, but anchor it in your multis. Marabi will win on Friday night. The William Reed Stakes, boys. The next game we're going to talk about is the Lions. Just very briefly, because Toots, they're, apparently they're your team. Uh, if Both you didn't teams, believe it, you just have to see him. Cirque's just circuiting around there, old Fitzroy town. <laughs> oh, there's a little bit of synergy there that I missed on Saturday. He was circuiting around old Fitzroy town in the Lions jersey, pipes out, here I am, me, me, me. Um, they knocked over, they rolled over the top of a very, very depleted Port Adelaide Power. Um, thoughts and prayers to the Port Power uh, players and fans who look to be a sort of grand final chance, big chance, and uh, copped a fair bit of uh, pain early on. <laughs> it's just a, they just roll over him here, the Lions, up against the the mighty Bombers, who must <laughs> be considering sort of um, 
<laughs> some type of supplement program to get him back near near the benchmark of the AFL. It didn't work for him last time, did it? No, uh, it did. They were like 13 and 0 or something. Until they got caught, they were fucking airborne. <laughs> Absolutely airborne. <laughs> do your research. Yeah, do your research. It's good. Um, well, I won't be wearing my Bombers uh, scarf this week. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, all aboard the Lions. Grounded out a nice wind against Port last uh, last time out. So I think they'll just keep that rolling on. As long as uh, old Joey Danner doesn't handball on the siren when he's taken an absolute mark of the year, 15 out, it will be a good game, I think, for the Lions. The other game on Saturday is Collingwood versus Adelaide. Collingwood minus 20 and a half versus the Crows, who I thought weren't that bad against uh, Freo. When they got their shit together, they looked all right. I watched a little bit of that in the shed. I think that's a game you just watch and learn. You don't bet into. Does anyone disagree? No, nah, mate. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Poor power, depleted take on Hawthorne. Port up to cover 25 and a half points. They're $1.25 favourites versus the Hawks, the poker machine loving Hawks at $4.10. Again, I don't think it's a betting opportunity. Does anyone disagree? No bet. No, no. Guys, this arms. is a podcast. This is a podcast, so I'll need to uh, hear you say that, Russell, not just shake your head. And no. to you to say no yeah. run or no shouldering arms. Yeah. Uh, North, take on West Coast. North, have a six and a half point start. They're $2.20 outsiders versus West Coast. It's all 67. North expected to beat Hawthorne, didn't. They were there or thereabouts in a decent game of footy there on Sunday, maybe. Do they bounce back here, Toots? Well, we were pretty um, pretty confident in West Coast at Optus Stadium last week, weren't we? And ah, humbled. Uh, so, uh, yeah, geez, who knows? I think. West Coast are depleted. Um, the North, oh, I don't know if it's going to change much of the story. Um, so I thought I'll, their number one draft pick looked pretty exciting, pretty solid, um, but it's not a game I want to bet into. Uh, Wassel, any thoughts? No, mate, nothing on this game. The Suns, one from one, take on the Demons. They've got a 24 and a half point start, four goal start. They're $4.10 outsiders versus the Ds, $1.24 favourites. Again, boys, I'm, I am shouldering arms. Anyone disagreeing? <laughs> yeah. No, no action from the West. Yeah. Oh. What are you doing? I desperate. I'd give. I'd go Melbourne minus twenty four, but I'd, that was if I was, you know, sick. Like if I was having. A, What's the weather like on the Gold Coast? <laughs> oh, I lost no idea. <laughs> I'll, I'll give Steve up a call. <laughs> he has coming out as live. <laughs> Millions. <laughs> oh, could you just grab the phone? Yeah. Uh, the Tigers take on the Giants. Uh, the Tigers have to cover two and a half points. They're $1.85 versus the Giants, $1.95. Pissing down tricky, on the cold coast just quietly. <laughs> tricky, tricky game, this one. Um, I, I think a great game to watch, not a great game to bet into. I wouldn't mind taking the unders, but I'm not going to bet here. Boys, anything? Uh, I think well, Giants, Giants might bounce back here, boys. I just got a bit of confidence about, you know, they only lost to Sydney by, you know, a couple of goals. So I think they will uh, they'll bounce back here against Richmond. I think Richmond could start the year 0-2. I'd, I'd be happy to take GWS with the two-and-a-half start. Um, yeah, I agree with Wardy there. I don't know. Richmond just... They didn't look as sharp as they usually are. Um, 
uh, it's happened again, guys. I wasn't going to bet. I didn't want to bet. I said, Jack, don't bet. But those two have lined up. They've done no research. So I'm just going to confidently swerve the other way. Oh, I'm very keen now on Richmond with it to cover two and a half points. <laughs> the next game, the final game, a Sunday night game. Fremantle take on St Kilda. Frio minus 14 and a half. $1.50 favourites versus St Kilda, $2.60. Toots. Anything. St Kilda need a bounce back, don't they? Jesus, don't they? I uh, I saw that game too last Friday night at um, Marvel against Collingwood and they did, they pushed Collingwood for a little bit and then they sort of just rolled over and said, yeah, let's have it. But um, no, I think I'm going to let this one slide through to the keeper too. Frio, not convincing. Um, So you're not offering a shot? Not offering a shot. I'm not going to say they try. They try. I'm with the boys. I think it's a pretty dull game to bet into. That's the AFL. Well, that's probably right. Pretty sure. Well, I'll bet you $1,000 he gets it again today. No, look, Hunty, we don't want to go. What do I know? $1,000 says he gets it again today. No, Hunty, look. There you are. There's a gorilla on the table now. Let's go. Can't you win again? You bloody wuss. Righto, boys. Round two, AFL. Best bets. Please, we'll start with you, Andrew Danoon, El Capitano, El um, Big Toe wasn't on the scales. El uh, did Jesus buy them about 50 years before you were born. I think we need to put them all across our social media and just get a little bit of feedback. I don't think those scales are real. Uh, I, the only time I've ever seen scales near that age was, <laughs> you guys know where it was, <laughs> it was the old <laughs> fossils. <laughs> <laughs> and they always seem to lean on eighty-eight. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, we'll put the we'll put the scale picture on our social media uh, tonight, so you'll see it when you listen. Go back and look at our Instagram. But uh, Toots, best bet, please, in the AFL this week. Best bets, uh, I think AFL Carlton thirteen plus. Yep, Russell. I like the Giants, mate. Minus two and a half. Sorry, Russell was actually eating food while we were recording. The big boy, he's uh, replenishing. Big, thick boy, get him done. Damn. Damn, boy. Damn, boy, he's thick. Boy, that's a thick-ass boy. Damn. Uh, that was the Giants to cover the two and a half. I don't like that game, but I'm happy to be with the Tigers now because those two are with both with the Giants. My best bet is the Carlton Blues to cover well, with the 13.5-point head start against Bevo, you fucking bully. You've got the nerve to ask me a question and even beat you. Is that the way Fox want you to oper- operate? Yeah, is that what you're doing? Is that the gutter journalist you want to be? No. Is that, is that who you want to be? Um, I, I hope you get beaten and I hope you get pushed into a little tanty again. Um, that will be going into the, uh, the multi of the week. Yeah, that's all three of us. That's our AFL league. It's Carlton again. They were good to us last week. Let's. Like, why would we, as a as a group of lads, sack Carlton who have done nothing but the right thing by us? Exactly. We're all all aboard the Navy Blues train, boys. Right, that's AFL. Uh, we'll be back after a very quick intro, outro, or outro then intro, uh, and we're going to talk about Hugba League NRL God's Winter Game. Stand by. Daly. Daly makes a 
Thank you very much, Ray. Um, brother of Jack. Brother of... Who are the other brothers? It's actually yeah. got a real brother, Jack, who's a family friend of mine. That's it. <laughs> I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. Haven't enough cans, but we could just sit here all night, couldn't we? Oh, <laughs> we could. <laughs> Did sit. Anyway, rugby league. Rugby league. Uh, it's... <laughs> Rugby league is living up to the hype. I have to say it. Uh, I'm not a rugby league man. Never was. Probably never will be. But if I bet upon it or it's in my supercoach side, I am fucking enjoying it this year. Uh, we're going to talk about specifically the Sharks, Dragons, the South Roosters, the Penny Panthers, the Newcastle Knights, and the Storm versus the impotent Parramatta Eels. Uh, boys, let's start with the uh, – I don't know what you call it down there in uh, – God bothering country down there in the Sutherland Shire, but it's the uh, local derby. It's the Dragons of Illawarra, Dragons fame, up against uh, the Sharkies. Boys, who wants to take us away here? Well, <laughs> Wardy's got a foot in both camps. So let's hear it. I'll be sitting firmly perched on the fence here, boys. Oh, uh, oh boring. <laughs> How dare you? Well, I, think, I think after after two rounds, both, both sides are kind of – you know, felt where they're at. I think the Sharks are, are really playing into some some good form now and, and building nicely. Um, I think they still have a few question marks defensively, especially around their halves um, and their edges. They're getting too much traffic down there um, and too many opportunities for tries. I thought the Parramatta tries against the Sharks in the weekend were fairly weak, um, except for the try on halftime to Moses. I thought that was quite quite good and a bit of a kick in the stomach leading into halftime. Uh, I think the Dragons are building nicely too, um, even though they just lost to uh, the Panthers uh, last Friday night in controversial circumstances. Uh, the referees did come out and admit um, a few errors on their behalf. Um, so to kind of go with, you know, the reigning premiers for almost 80 minutes um, to get done by less than a try, I think there's positive signs there for the Dragons. I think both teams will be up for this. There's a fair bit of bad blood between both clubs. Um but yeah, I'm firmly sitting perched right on the. Uh, I, I, I fucking hate that saying. Like these majority of these players are fucking morons who wouldn't be able to make a wage doing just about anything else. You'd, you'd hope that they're up for it because it's their job. That that you like. If I coach, I would say you realize you got about four years of this, and you're never going to get like you'll be end up getting paid like a, a fourth of this a year. You know, you can go and coach like little league. You might be a sideline reporter if you're really good at it. Like, well, I, I, hope you're, I hope you're up for it. The average career games for players like less than two seasons. So I think you know that's mm. that's a point that you do make because there is obviously got to be life after footy, and you know you never know when your last game is. So I thought that the <clears> Dragons <throat> were very very stiff last week. That send off was a joke. It was wrong. And it turned the momentum in that game. Penrith are as good as they get at the moment. They haven't got Cleary, but they're still very, very good. They're deadly on that left edge. Uh, I think there's much more form in the St. George side of the draw here. The Sharks beat Parramatta, who looked good against the shit side and were shit against the Sharks. Uh, I think that's a bit wobbly. I could be wrong. I also know Toots is going to go for the Sharks, so I'm happy to go for the Dragons. I expected you to go for the Sharks as well, Wasp. I thought it was a bit weak. I am concerned that um, George Burgess, who's been charged with sexual assault, will probably miss, even though he's been named, because Tom Morris got banned, like lost his job for a, like a WhatsApp group message. 
insolent dismissal. George is about to play a game rugby league. He's been charged with sexual assault. Doesn't sort of make sense to me. So I, I think George is favourite to miss, but I don't think it impacts him too much. He's coming off the bench. I, I think the Dragons look good. That young fullback looks like... If he if he was a yearling, he would go for a fucking shit ton. He is an athletic little operator. Beautiful, beautiful player to watch. Um, toots. Um, well, I'm actually a little nervous, to be honest. I think um, Cronulla have underachieved from all the hype they had in the preseason. And then I think St. George have sort of silenced a few few people that didn't really give him much of a chance. And just going through the team list, I think we've it's gonna be wet like <laughs> Thursday night, it's meant to piss down, so it's just going to sort of be an absolute dogfight. And I think we've just gone a little light on Cronulla with the forwards. Like, I know they've named a 40-man bench or whatever they usually do every week, but the 14 to 17, we've got two ageing forwards in Fafita and Tolman and then a hooker and a 5'8 in Trindle in McInnes. So, I don't know, I think think that we're – you know, and we've lost. Is, Moy- is Moylan out? No, no, Moylan's Moylan's at six, but they've got Trindle coming off the bench, McInnes on the bench, Tolman and Fafita. It's, and you look at like St George's pack. I think they're <clears throat> a lot bigger, and I think that's yeah. might want to come yeah. down to on the uh, on a wet Thursday night at at win. Um, Unbelievably this, articulate. This I'm impressed, excited, and, and just looking forward to the rest of the year. This is in depth research uh, coming at you hot. But I don't think it's going to be a game of the yeah the back lines if it's wet. Um, and, yeah, like Wardy touched on, our defence has been a little weak these first two rounds, uh, Cronulla. So it all depends who they sort of – not it all depends, but, I mean, it will definitely help who they sort of pick for their – for their coming off their bench. But, yeah, it's um, – I'm actually might – what's the line here, Dicko? You get the Dragons with a one-and-a-half-point head start. Mm. So if the Sharks win by a field goal, you still would win if you back the Dragons. Just on the Dragons, he's got one of the worst haircuts of all time, which makes me think he's been an awful bloke and a moron. But that bird who was the next Shark went to the Broncos and now is playing like in the, in the forwards. <laughs> Jack Bird. Like, he, he looked good. He looked very, very good last week. Yeah, he's off, off contract, so he no, that, There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and the penny's dropped. Oh, oh yeah. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Show me the money. So, Toots, uh, after that articulate little poem you dropped upon us, which I appreciate, and I'm sure our listeners did, are you betting? I don't think I will this week. Not a, not a bit too close for comfort. I'm going to take the Dragons uh, with the one and a half points. Um, what West Tigers, Warriors, Tigers have a one and a half point head start. They need a win for the coach to keep their job, but the Warriors look pretty dynamic, I thought, but I don't want to bet. What did we say last week? We're not going to bet on shit football teams. On shit shit football teams. teams. (laughs) And this is a rubbish of a game, but two teams highly desperate. uh, That's 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 the opener, boss. That's the that's the get them in the gate sort of operation. That's the six pm start for the people with uh, just no responsibilities. But the people like me Mm -hmm. got to take care of the kids, get in the bed, help do play your role at home. Eight o'clock comes around. Holy shit! Yeah, Sydney. Next oh. on the line, season on the line almost up against the Roosters who have, until it started raining, holy shit. Holy shit. They are fucking very, very good. Uh, South get only three and a half points. That's less than a converted try against the Roosters 
South, $2.35. The Roosters are $1.60 favourites. Um, now, we are predicting the heavens to open, but that is only a try they've got to cover. I'll go first here. Roosters, absolute fucking morals. Bet until it hurts. They will only get better. They will, The little pieces they were doing, Connor Watson off the – I watched this game because I bet on it. Connor Watson off the bench was like dynamic. He's been named, looked like he got hurt, which thank God he's been named because he was super coach side. Scored 75 points just with that short little spurt. Uh, looks fit as fuck to me. I think they look dangerous, really, really dangerous every time they get it. And the drier it gets, the better they're going to go. They're a little bit like the Sydney Swans. Dry weather is good for them. Right on board with you, Dicko. I don't think I can uh, disagree with anything you just said there. Russell, make it a big... We're all in, boys. Yeah! Hey, hey, up. In. Second leg of the multis in there. It's the, it's the Sydney City Roosters to roll south, who were, like, fair to say, they were pretty fucking bad against the Storm until all of a sudden Storm just sort of lost all momentum, mm. gave away too many penalties, went down a man. Latrell, if he was a racehorse, he's the sort of horse that ruins a pro punter's life. Like, misses, <laughs> misses, misses. You know he's good. And then all of a sudden he just fucking slots one from 45 out. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Full credit to you, Latrell. You're an operator. Uh, Penrith Panthers take on the Newcastle Knights. The line's 11 and a half. So Penrith have to cover an 11 and a half point start to it. They are $1.22 up against the Knights, $4.30. Whilst I'll start with you, I think you're going to lean to the Knights here. They've got a fair bit of a momentum. They're hard to knock. They're two from two. Take it away. Yeah, I really like what the Knights have served up at the opening two rounds, and I think they're a really good price uh, with the uh, 11.5 start here. Um, I noticed KP has been named at fullback, um, which is Callum huge. Callum Ponga, for those playing at home, didn't know what it was. <coughs> oh, Kevin weeks. Peterson. It out. <laughs> it's coming back for a out. <laughs> Hello, John. It's Kevin. <laughs> just put down the mic from the uh, IPL and just come uh, in. <laughs> see it. Fucking Penrith Stadium. That fucking I'm ridiculous really, really... mohawk, bleached mohawk with that stupid woodwork, woodworm and bat making runs. Oh, 2006 7. Oh, I did days. notice too, boys. Uh, Cleary has been named on an extended bench. Um, oh, so that is, yeah, that could be uh, could Contraves. be one for our for our bet. But um, what do we call it, Jack? Controversy. Controversy. That's very fucking scary stuff. That is. I'll tell you what. Uh, you then said about the, I was about to steam in with the Wassel and the Nazi with the points, but um, oh my. I don't know. I, reckon, I want to I reckon, say something, but I'm not because Em's illicit. But it's just like you, you thought you're own, but you're not. You don't. You, you can't bet responsibly here until you know that Nathan's not playing. The biggest chin in Australia. <laughs> carried Panthers all on his pony shoulders. He does everything: tackles, runs, breaks a line, converts tries. If he's playing, I'm think, not betting. I still think. I still think there's a few big concerns for Penrith. I think they lose Brian Toto, who is dynamic out of their their own end um, for their for their starts. Um, and also James Fisher-Harris as, a, as an injury cloud after that head clash um, he had last week. Um, I still think the Knights are, are a good bet here. I'm really impressed with their halves pairing and how they're gelling Clifford and Clune. Um, I think they've been super impressive the first two rounds and um, I think they've got a decent size forward pack. They've got, you know, Saifidi and, and Frizzell, New South Wales. You guys Wales. love big packs, don't you? Big, big packs. I think this is going to be... Tool strapping, lad. Very tall, lad, and the same old as Thor. Pick it, pick it, and Thor. Feels nothing, get out. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Sorry, really Woody. excited. To, uh, really excited to watch this game. I think it could be the, the game of the, the game of the round, and and hopefully it's a dry deck, and and you know, both teams score a lot of points and, and and showcase why they're sitting one and two on the ladder. Thoughts? Anything to add? Oh, big game, big pack, um, <laughs> big packs, big packs. Um, look, a lot lot swings on whether old um, Chingard has a crack and comes back from injury, but. I think they're long odds for Newcastle. I don't think they're – I think they're riding with a chance. Um, so you'll take I, the points? I think I'll take the points, yeah. I will. Right, I'll take the I'm stepping – I was going to come with you, but I'm not. And I think it would be irresponsible of me to put them in here and put the pressure on our multi because if Ivan play, if Ivan's son plays, we're, we're fucked. So uh, no bet from me. The Storm take on Para. The Storm have to cover four and a half points. They're $1.52 favourites up against Parramatta, $2.52. It's going to be a good game. Harry Grant's been ruled out due to COVID, so you know he, he had a pretty good game last week too. Uh, Harry Grant was fucking enormous last week. Yeah, he was huge. And I think, you know, they're obviously missing the cheese as well through injury. So you'd expect Tyrone Wishart, Wishart to start at nine and probably, you know, maybe Nick Meany um, comes onto the, the extended bench. I, I do see Brandon Smith's being named in the extended bench, which is surprising. I don't think there's no way he can recover from a fractured hand in, in you know, two weeks. So um, I think they're struggling. He's, struggling he's, truth, he's so. tough as he can do anything he wants. He's a big but Yeah, player. I don't. I think this game would be fairly close encounter. I think, you know, the Eels would be, you know, kicking themselves after letting that one slip last week against the Sharks. And, you know, the Storm were pretty scrappy in the end um, and, and really didn't oh. really put the game out too well. They started well. Um, but then they faded away. So I think there's a bit of concern there for Bellamy and his, his lads. But I can't go past the Storm at home um, on their home deck at Amy Park. I think they'll be taking the points. So I'll take them. I'll take them. Take them to cover four and a half. I, I, I would have taken the Storm to cover eight and a half with, with Harry Grant playing. Uh, I mm. think he's that good. I, I think that they were that good last week. But they're two big boys who were dominant early, Munster and Harry Grant. Sort of that was mm. their first game all year and they blew out basically. Mark and they got a bit. Fit. The legs got fucking heavy, and they're only going to get better. So, Mark looked fit, didn't he? Yeah, but he's still like like we talked about earlier. Like, there's a difference between rig fit and I can do a good beep test and match fit, and and he'll only improve. Mm. But I just think with Harry Grant out, Parramatta, I think they're going to be one of those sides that you just don't want to bet in their games because they <laughs> they can put on points, but they're also like mentally very very weak. So I'm going to dodge this game. Torts anything? I think you just nailed it on the head there, mate. Um, hard Thank to bet you very on Parramatta. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna shoulder arms, <clears throat> as they say. Shouldering arms. The next yeah. game is Canberra, Gold Coast. The line's two and a half. <laughs> Canberra, $1.70. Gold Coast, $2.15. I thought the Gold Coast looked pretty dangerous, uh, but I don't want to bet against Sticky Stewart with all these outs. He's a bit of a mind game operator. Does anyone else want to bet? I'm happy to let this one go too, mate. Uh, yeah, you're going to shoulder shit arms. Teams, shit teams. We don't bet shit on teams. We shoulder arms. The Broncos two in a row up against the Cowboys. The Broncos have to cover five and a half points. They are dollar forty-five favorites. The Cowboys two dollars and seventy-five cents. I'm shouldering arms here. <laughs> what? Uh, hmm. I'm happy to take the Broncos here to cover. Um, I think. They're, they're back at home, Suncorp Stadium, dry deck up there. I think Reynolds, his kicking game, will just come into it. Um, he's a pain ass, just getting it done, isn't he? Yeah, 
I just love their forward pack. Like I love, I love Kurt, Kate Well on the edge and, and big Jordan Ricky, and then they got that big headed Patty Carrigan. Toots look like no. <laughs> Well, before Toots went for the Hanson sort of style of a cut, like Carrigan sort of left, left it more sort of like or, um, manly. You know, mm. like. But I think, yeah. Anything else? Cowboys, Cowboys, <laughs> Cowboys take a bit of confidence out of beating Canberra last week, but Canberra didn't throw much but Should they? No. Yeah. Um, I, just, I just don't. I can't go past the Broncos here and I'm, I'm happy to take the them to cover the start. The last game of the round is Manly up against the Bulldogs. Manly with a ten and a half point handicap. They've got to cover ten and a half points to its their adult twenty-four favorites up against the dogs, four dollars and ten cents. Desi Hazel has coached both these sides for the last fifteen years. Uh he coaches the Seagulls here. They are none from two. They were shit ass last week. They sort of scored points against the Roosters when the sting was out of the game and the rain came down. You'd expect them to beat the dogs, but do you want to get involved at that price point? Oh, oh you know what I'm doing. I'm just going to see it off. I'm going to stay it. I'm not out. I'm going to come back next week. <laughs> I'm shouldering arms. Oh, it is um, quite sickening that 10 and a half, isn't it? Um, yeah, geez. Bulldogs, you don't know what they're going to dish up. Manly have been severely poor these first two weeks against tough teams, but Christ. Nothing to get excited about. So, yeah, Dicko. I can't. Can we, can we put that in our multi? Three of us shouldering, or I can't. I'm, I'm all over Manly here. I can't. I can't go past. Um, back at Four Pines Park, formerly Brookvale <laughs> Oval. First, first game. Oh, all. Oh, 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 Four Pines Park. Four Pines. Don't Six mention Four Pines ever again on our podcast, please. This is Mountain Goat. Po- oh, oh no. Also, Toots's mates podcast. Until Four Pines sponsor the Wassel. Kinter. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get him involved here. <laughs> Giving him too many plucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, seven. He just had seven orders. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate. Wait. <Yeah. laughs> what about you on the podcast? Do you deliver? <laughs> Who's this? Where do I hear that from? <laughs> what do you want? Yeah, another, another week of rugby league. Round three already, so straight into it. And I think um, we'll see a few... Few decent games over the weekend. Really looking forward to the local derby Thursday night, and then um, really looking forward to watching the Panthers and the Knights do battle on on Saturday afternoon. I'd say In from an uh, entertainment point of view, rugby league is uh, on top this weekend. Wassel, best bet in rugby league this weekend, please. Best bet rugby league. Uh, the Roosters minus three and a half. Toots, my boy. Yep, I'm hopping on. That's uh, that's the same with me. It's in our multi. I've got to go with it. Me too. Morals. Roosters will win. They'll put, I reckon they might put 18 to 24 points on a minute. Like, beat them by that much. I think they're very, very good things. Momentum's a big thing in sport. They've got so much of it after that strong win against the Manly Seagulls. We'll be right back, guys, after this short little commercial break. We're going to talk about what, Toots? Oh, we're going to talk, oh, plenty of things. Golf. My boy Tommy Fleetwood with the best best locks on tour and it looks like we have some viewer feedback so this will be interesting see what stick's been thrown but uh, we'll be right back. Sit tight.
do that. Don't worry about it. You're still in good shape. All you got to do is just tap it in. Just tap it in. Hey, just tap it in. Just tap it in. Just tap it in. That time of the week, well, it's never has been before, but it's going to be from now on and forever. Viewer feedback time. Uh, comment, ask questions, give us feedback. If you want to email longer form uh, gear, email Andrew. Dot wardrop at gmail.com. That's Andrew dot wardrop at gmail.com. Spell it. A-N-D-R-E-W dot W-A-R-D-R-O-P at G-M-A-I-L dot com C-O-M. But if you're just a short sort of operator, you can either, if you know one of us, leave a voicemail on our mobile phones or I'll just what, comment boys. and engage in the social media that these two lads are doing a great job of on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you find it. We're on all platforms now this, too. This podcast, this podcast is, uh, we're going global and to the 187 followers we've currently got on Instagram, somehow I've been receiving uh, text messages from all over the world uh, in regards to our first episode, especially from a young lass called Lydia. Uh, Lydia? Big fan of the, oh, my. Big fan, big fan Lydia of Bot? Is her last name Bot? <laughs> Russian? Uh, hog. He's sitting at home. Stark as <laughs> Jason the Hog. <laughs> She's uh, she's requested uh, the ad on uh, WhatsApp and, and to send her money. So it's a, it's been a good start here, boys. Um, few uh, few in, inbound messages to the Daniel Mortimer's to the DMs um, on Instagram. Those playing at home or those living in Victoria or anywhere else other than Sydney, the Daniel Mortimer's I've just figured out means and DM. <laughs> DM. Daniel Menzel's for those playing in uh, in a state Victoria. One <laughs> <laughs> well, of the all-time greats. Uh, was he a half-back, back pocket? Uh, I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't one of the all-time greats. He's a solid contributor. Yeah, he did enough. Who was he? He played for yeah. Geelong. Yeah, the Catters. Uh, yeah, that's a bit of feedback from. Did his from knee a lot? Ford. He's a Ford. Ford, huge. Anyway, back to you. Well, sorry, mate. We're just talking right on over here. Once all, please finish off your your little section. No, it's there. good. The, the feedback and the over, overwhelming response to the uh, the launch of the podcast has been has been great. A um, few fans stopping me in the streets, just you know, giving me a bit of bit of advice and you know a few tips for for moving forward, and and, and obviously a few of the the feedback for. The punters at home saluting with our first multi. It's been uh, it's been quite good, boys. So 
Oh, I had Simo on the phone. I had Simo on the phone just ripping and tearing. He was up and about. He said, God bless you, boys. I can't believe Russell found that. And I said, me either. But, you know, when he lines up, we line up. Um, I personally aren't interested. No, I'm not interested in the positive feedback, but I'd love I'd love to hear a bit of negative shit. So if you could leave a voicemail, oh, we well. can simply play that on the podcast. We can... Um, we can read them out if you if you want to hammer one of these two blokes, Jack at themailbag.com.au. I'll happily read them out. Um, Talks, have you got any feedback this week? In fact, I do, and it's been directed straight onto the uh, the uh, official podcast page. Young chap, jeez, uh, he's doesn't look like the tallest lad, but uh, fellow named Connor Connor with one N, Connor underscore Agate. <clears throat> Does Toots know how to punt yet? Take that quite personally because uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure our multi got up, but I don't know. Oh, you know, it depends what way you looked at it, but I didn't contribute a whole lot as I was just getting my gauge on what lines and plus minus and SP and DMs and all that sort of shit means. But uh, Mortimer's. Ah, yeah. Scotty Princess, the SP. <laughs> yep. <laughs> good, old, good old keyboard warrior, that kind yeah. of idea. Real hero. I mean, if you do tune in again, which I doubt you will. Dog, um, I do know how to punt, and I have known for a while. Um, I only have to go back. Well, do you think you've, you're on you've, this you've trip? sorted him out, haven't you? Oh, <laughs> he'll be shaking his little. Oh, dog. He'll be oh, quivering, boys. Oh wow, he's gonna never message you again. <laughs> oh, I don't want to get served like that. <laughs> we just lost oh, one. Andrew to do it off a long run. Imagine you off the old off drop and skip. <laughs> It'll be like Singleton all over again. The old half trackers dispatched left, right, wherever you want them. <laughs> oh, Connor, well done. That was easy. God, see how easy that was? Toots almost sledged himself when you sledged him. So if you want more of that, get involved, get in touch, like, subscribe, do whatever you need to do, uh, get around it. Boys, uh, uh, there's not a lot of horse racing gear I've got for you this week. It's Tuesday night when we're recording this, so it's pretty hard considering I don't know who's racing on Saturday. And um, I do know who's racing on a Wednesday, but as we as we know, we're, we're one from two published and it wasn't until sort of late Thursday, so I certainly don't want to be, you know, yipping in a yahoo and about saying on a Wednesday. So we're favourite to be out and about uh, in your ears on a Thursday. Uh, Fields only out for one good race on Friday night, which is the William Road Stakes at Mooney Valley. The favourites, Marabi, it'll win. It's going to anchor our team multi. Uh, it's a it's a progressive, smart, beautiful horse. Uh, it's a dollar sixty. It'll jump in with our Carlton with the points, and the Roosters to cover the points multi. So that's three legs. Wass will do the mass. He'll do the art. It'll be all over social media. Um, boys, though, before we get going, before we finish up, there is no more feedback, is there? No. Very quiet. <laughs> We've got two more things to take care of before we can close this week's show. Firstly, now, very disappointing to not hear his dulcet tones, you know, in the eardrums personally and for the viewer. But uh, last week he he sort of demanded a spot on the Zoom call and then literally took the bins out and never came back. Uh, The reports are he's done a very similar thing on the Gold Coast. Last seen about 2.30 this afternoon, Gold Coast time. Uh, we don't know where he is. Steve-O, uh, if you are out there, please call Andrew back. Um, but luckily for us and for you at home, he was able to send in his bets for the weekend. So we're about to 
Take the bins out with Steve-O. Wassel, take it away. Thanks, DK. I think the great man's in for a uh, – he's on a bit of bit of leave, annual leave by himself. Uh, Isn't he retired? Uh, he is. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, said, I said to him, I said, Steve, you're up there for a bit of R&R. And he said, what do you mean R&R? R&T. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the great man. Oh, yeah. oh like father, like son. The apple does not fall far from the tree. Have you picking up what we're putting down here, boys? Wardy yes. was probably around the 84, 85 mark pre-show and then as we started, up downwards of an 82.5. So... <clears throat> Big heavy Tuesday for the Wass, and he's uh, <laughs> happy to just open up the floodgates. Where again, but damn, old Chook. Okay, what is wait, let's, let's <laughs> take the bins out with Steve O. What's his what's his bet this week, please? Oh, just Wass. before he's just before he's departed to uh, the uh, to the motherland to the. Uh, to Hol- on his way to Hollywood shoot showgirls in an Uber, he's uh, he's come through on a tuk tuk on the back of a tuk tuk <laughs> face time and this. Sorry, Eddie, he's on a very tight leash when he's at home. When he gets up there by himself, he's a Jesus he's circuit. <laughs> I don't know what he's looking more forward to that or the kebab after yeah, at the front. So, all the best to him, and I'm sure I'll touch base with him at some stage tomorrow afternoon. Uh, the great man has sent through his bets for the weekend, boys. Mm. Um, he loves he loves the Tigers at Campbelltown to uh, to bounce back against the Warriors. Um, he thinks Madge will have the, will have the team up. Have his, have his five captains firing. <laughs> well, two of them got dropped <laughs> after last week. And he's actually he's backed you in here, Dicko. He's he's gone with the, the Tigers at the G against GWS. Um, as Good. well, so there is two bets for uh, the NRL and the AFL this weekend uh, for taking the bins out with Steve. Well, we appreciate Steve um, getting on board and taking the bins out with us. If you want to sponsor Steve's segment, please contact Andrew Denoon ninety six at hotmail nah, I repeat, you're bugging that up. You've well, sorry, it. I was just trying to, I was just trying to think like what sort of email did I make in high school? What's yours? <laughs> Mine. Yeah, yours. Where, where hey, does a potential sponsor contact the show? AJ, AJWardrop.gmail or whatever it is, isn't it? Oh, wow. <laughs> Such a smooth personal operation. If you want to Andrew sponsor the show and actually pay wardrop. some cash, jack at themailbag.com.au. I'll handle the business. Uh, we're going to finish off with a little bit of golf and then we're done. Uh, you've got about two or three more minutes to listen if, you, if you're hanging in there, guys, at home. Uh, we've got the Dell, the Dell match play this have. weekend, Wassel. <laughs> Kudos to you. God bless you. Harry <laughs> Potter. Uh, Dell match play. Uh, explain the concept of the tournament very briefly, please, Wass, and then give us your bet, Toots. So basically, the WGC Dell match play this weekend, um, obviously match play, it's 1v1, um, and the winner obviously progresses through. Um, in match play format, so it's kind of like finals footy, but it's all elimination <laughs> yeah, games. So it's kind of like sudden death. Um, I love that's match my play, type of golf. Yeah, I love match play. You get in the other person's head. Um, there's a lot on the line. Every shot's crucial. Um, and yeah, I think there, there'll be some some good golf played on the weekend. And um, just looking at the markets, roughly, um, there's fairly strong field. 
a number of the, the top tens in the world playing. Um, I'm all over JT this week. I think he's primed yeah, big and ready JT to go. operator, right now. I do love JT. I think not, JT not, has got a bit of head noirs over the over the flat stick. He was there thereabouts on the weekend and he fucking wobbled. I think that that's going to only get worse in match play. I, what's I like what's it. some of the uh, what's some of the key matchups early on? Who we got? Your your man who's also <sighs> Tommy Fleetwood. Give me that bop. Sixty one dollars, I think. Tommy Fleetwood. We'll have a, a small play at him. The other ones that I like, um, other than JT at $15, is the former Australian Open winner, Abraham, Abraham Anter. I think he's got one of the best short games that you've ever seen um, in in on the tour at the moment. He's at 61s. And I actually like Dicko's man, Sungjae Im, at 41s. He's in the field this week. Um so I'll be having a small play there. In terms of top Aussie, there's only four that go around uh, this week. Um, Scotty is the favourite, but I'm actually liking a bit of value of Mark Leishman to finish top Aussie at $2.88. Um, boys, what do we like here? I like Tony Finau at 61 bucks. It's a, it's often a tournament, I reckon, where someone sort of bobbed up out of nowhere. He's, he's been quiet, but he's very, very good. But you look at the form too. If you look at you look at like players that have played Presidents Cup or um, you know play things like that, where you, there's a lot of high stakes of Ryder Cups. You know, there's a lot of high pressure. Uh, Masters, Masters around the corner too. Was the, the the most interesting player this weekend though is uh, is our man's golfing sort of. Like he's got the hair of a Hanson lookalike in Tommy Fleetwood because he just decided to cut off a lock sort of at the neck there. Um, bit of repellent, which made sense when he ducked off to Melbourne. Um, <laughs> um, no dice. But big Bryson Desham bossy. Oh, big boy. Big, oh, thick boy. Big, big been so missing much. for a couple of weeks. My mm. mail is he's just been just snorting protein shakes to the back of his head. He is bogged up to the shit house. He's bombing them big. Uh, it's that often that sort of golf course where you can get away with a bit. Oh, at thirty four as well. Yeah, big boy shit, big boy shit. I'm with Tony Finau and Bryson DeChambeau, boys. Uh, anything else you want to leave the listeners with after uh, episode two, season one, loose head and feet? Big, uh, big rounds of footy coming on. I I like our multi this week. It's um, I reckon we're a real chance. And as long as that. Nice little trot gets up on Friday afternoon, Friday night. I think the footy is safe. Then I think the uh, footy's safe. I think I, our most wobbly legs, Carlton. So we need Carlton to sort of to to maintain the rage. Kind of blue days. <sighs> they will just be chomping at the bit. I reckon. I'd, Do it for yeah. Vossi. Do it for Come Vossi. On. He's got the bat flu. Get up, the Blues and the Rooters. Enjoy your weekend, boys. Drink responsibly, punt responsibly, and we'll catch you next week. That's been episode two, season one of Loose Head and Feed. If you've enjoyed the show, please let us know. Like, subscribe, share it with your mates. Uh, get a bit of momentum behind us. We'd appreciate you. If you're single, uh, desperate, uh, just looking for a good time, please slide into the Daniel Mortimers of uh, Andrew the Wassel Wardrop. If you're looking to sponsor the show, jack at the mailback.com.au. 
And if you want to just say full credit to the great editing and entertainment that we provided you, give Toots a pat on the back because he's driving this all behind the scenes. Uh, enjoy your week and uh, bye for now.